Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they cannot get to work. As always, I'm joined by producer Joel. Hello. There he is. How's it going in Stratford? It's okay over here. Can it's sunny. Can you hear Very that sunny. weird noise in the background here? No. Can you hear the dog barking in the background here? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, well that's good. Well, my na- my neighbour's <laughs> pumping up a paddling pool, and he's been doing it for about two hours, and he's just making this. How big is it? Are you sure that's what he's doing? Um, let me look. Yeah, that's definitely a paddling pool, mate, and there is no air in it. Wow. It's not. It's not working, mate. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> uh, I thought you were supposed to fill him up with water. He stopped. Oh no! Oh no! 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 He's definitely pumping it up. Um. Yeah, so just if you, if any, so apologies if you hear that in the background. I'm not sure how much this mic picks <laughs> up, but that's what it is. Um, yeah. Q. So what's so nothing to, to report? You said something about nice weather, did you? I was sort of getting distracted I by did. the noise in my garden. Nice. My garden. That's fair enough. Are you, je- are you jealous of? Are you jealous of the paddling pool? What? What? Jealous of a deflated paddling pool? No. No, just general access to a paddling pool. Well, technically, it's a communal garden, so. If I wanted to jump in there, I could, I suppose. But <laughs> they've sort of they, they sort I, um, of just taken over the garden bit, and no one really seems to. Be I bothered. always, I always think paddling pools are quite gross. What they get really scummy really quickly, don't they? That's my memory from being a kid. Only when you get in it, mate. Because everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm the common denominator there. So. All paddling pools are gross. <laughs> <laughs> Let's crack on with introducing okay. the this week. Um, this week we have Kelly Convey. Hey, yeah, here she is. How's the lockdown for you? To be honest with you, babe, I've really enjoyed it. Um, I, <laughs> There's been a lot of people I, say that. I really have. Um, uh, I've just time. been like doing bits and bobs I never usually get round to doing. Like I, I actually, um, I have to be honest with you, it was painting in the front of my house when you text, and I was like, "Oh shit, Mark!" Um, I didn't realize, yeah, because I didn't realize oh, really? the time. But I, you know, like I've just been painting the window sills. 
Ah, literally, literally cool. living yeah. my best life. Like a proper yeah, grown-up. Yeah, yeah, like actually doing grown-up stuff. So I have enjoyed it. I've been looking forward to like being at home with my other half because we're like ships in the night usually. Um, yeah. What's it, what does he do? Is he's he on a key lockdown? worker, but he's working from home. So he works for the UK Power Network. So like the electricity boards, so they're like obviously crucial okay. and have to be working. Um so he's non-stop yeah, yeah. working. So I've always fantasised, because I'm obviously at home during the day, I've always fantasised about him working from home and how wonderful it would be, but it's just him working the entire time. So, uh, so yeah. it's actually really shit. Um, so. <laughs> so did you see Edinburgh's been cancelled? I did, yes. The what? Were, no, were I you wasn't. going? Um, ah, you're, so your year off isn't really a year off anymore Everyone's yeah doing it. i don't know if it's a good or a bad thing like it's almost like my absence isn't going to be noticed but i'm sure my absence wasn't going to be noticed no anyway <laughs> um but um yeah no i've like plucked up the courage like told my agent i was like i'm no i'm not going to go to edinburgh i really need this year off i need to go i was i'm getting well i was getting married in july uh, yeah. um, oh god that's oh yeah that's yeah, I had, I had, my mate's wedding's been cancelled in May. Yeah. Christ, that's, that's yeah, stressful. Yeah, right? yeah. We had five weddings this year, ours included. Um, four of them, the other four are in June. Um, and, uh, yeah, it looks like they're all going to be cancelled. Um, oh, so, yeah, I plucked yeah. up the courage. I was like, no, I'm going to put myself first. I'm going to do my wedding. I'm not going to Edinburgh. And went for all of that when it would have just got cancelled anyway. Yeah, you should have just held yeah. your nerve. Yeah, you can predict these things usually. <laughs> <laughs> so, had you, you you started writing the new show? Um, no, because I I think I knew that I wasn't going to go. I I think that I don't. I'm sure you're the same as it. It's always every single bit of new material becomes like, oh, that could work well in a show about this. Um, so I've always got it on the back of my mind just because it haunts me. Um, yeah. but um. No, no, I hadn't. I hadn't started writing it, so I am quite fortunate in that sense because I do feel for people that were really preparing, especially for their debuts, um, and they were really yeah. sort of. But their debuts are going to be even well, better exactly. now if they've got another year. Yeah, yeah. Although there might be more competition next time. Who knows? It'll be oversubscribed next time. Well, I, I don't know. Because it... ev- or is it the downfall do it. of Edinburgh? I don't know. Who Deep. knows? Wow. So last year you did I a show. I did. Uh, was that your debut? Yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, cool. So let's talk about stuff that you were sort of going through before you did Edinburgh. So when you were uh, working stuff in. So what stuff have you got that you were uh, that you ditched because it just didn't quite make it? Well, um, there was this. There's this funny bit in my show which I actually sort of took in and took out and took in took out um which okay. uh it just it's just was it about the okie oh my god how did you know <laughs> that was very quick man well done man <laughs> well done um you were so you. amazing um i uh <laughs> there's this bit about um my my now old next door neighbor veronica who uh is a massive part of my life um and she's a this is like 74 74 year old jamaican lady and i have this whole bit about her which she loves um and has she come oh, and yeah, seen she's it? been to quite a few of my gigs she loves it yeah she oh, loves cool. it, bless it i mean one time i did actually bring her to a preview for 
for my show in Edinburgh and she fell asleep uh, on the front row, which was <laughs> a real compliment. I, I had that when I did a cruise ship once. I had about two or three people fell asleep, fell asleep but apparently that's okay. You shouldn't be offended. <laughs> that's, that's actually good innings. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, so it's just you know, it, it, okay. Yes, it is a white girl impersonating because uh, uh, I do this this whole scene with me and her and doing my ropey Jamaican accent, and I've I found <laughs> okay. that like in more integrated areas um, and more multicultural places, people find it funny. And v, v, you know, V loves yeah. it. Like you know, she loves that she's part of the show. Um, then I took it to Edinburgh and I think even a review said, I hope she stops doing that impression of her neighbour. Um, <laughs> yeah, and and it was this, you know, I suppose a very awkward moment within the show um, where people didn't know how to react. And I think that's, you know, a very white middle-class Edinburgh audience. Um, so I'd, I would drop it and then... I would think no, I really love that bit, and and it's there's there's no malice yeah. in it. Like it's just, you know. It, although maybe if my Jamaican accent was better, you know, because I'm like mm, girl, you know, I I don't know if that's like, <laughs> I mean, you know, from the horse's mouth, Veronica loves it, so I, I don't know. Um, th- that. But what what's the actual bit about? Um, so it's about how every year I take her to. Uh, to something new for her birthday because she's like she goes mental about her birthday it's the the 5th of february and um like i've taken her on like a tea bus and all this stuff and then this year she's always wanted to go pandishard right she always wanted to go on the shard um no no sorry okay. panda london eye right pandy eye want to go pandy eye she's always talked about the eye as if it's like this this amazing spectacle um and yeah. uh so I took her Pandy Eye and I took her through the the you know the champagne thing and uh, you know the whole shebang and she just wasn't being very grateful um and it was really annoying <laughs> we were just going off and she wasn't really saying much and I don't know if you've been on the London Eye but it is actually so boring um and uh, so we're like halfway up the London Eye and then she like <laughs> pushes me to one side. I'm like, are you even having a good time here? And she's still like, hmm, is that the shard over there? I'm like, yeah, it's the shard. She's still like, next year. And it's just, it's a very small, <laughs> silly, it, 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 it's a part of a larger thing about talking about the Windrush generation, talking about Brixton and all this stuff. Because um, my grandparents are from Brixton and, and so is Veronica and blah, blah, blah. So it was part of a bigger part. But as soon as I went into that mm. impression of her, it fell yeah. on its knees. And do you think you had, you ne- did you need that bit? Like, did you ever try it without the impression, but do the same bit? Or did it lose its kind of feeling? Well, I found it, yeah, I found it quite hard to, uh, I wanted to get her character across. And she's got such she's yeah, got such okay. a character. Like she's always telling me my 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 bat is looking big, and like she's just you know she's she's full of life for seventy four year old. She is like my inspiration of well, I would love to be that active. And I found it quite hard to yeah. describe her without you yeah. know trying to embody her. So I did try it without, but then it just seemed 
it just seemed weird. Yeah, bland. bland. And also I, I wanted it as a, almost like an ode to V, you know, like almost like a, you know, she loves that little shout out part. She sits, she thinks she's like the queen um, yeah. uh, when I do <laughs> it. And yeah, it just lost all, all sense. So what? Where, so when you talk, I'm assuming you've spoke about the fact that you're not sure if you sort of can get away with doing it. What does she think of that as a as a problem? She she thinks it's mental. Like she she's she's she was so disappointed because I'd taken it out of the show, um, and I just you know I think I I mean obviously no Ishan Akbar he's he's a good friend of mine and we mm. talk about that kind of. Um, you know, when you've got an interracial friendship or relationship or whatever, is that you have this looseness and this freeness to sort of say things that I suppose people that don't have those relationships don't really understand. And so um, right, yes. when, you know, when V and I are alone and, uh, you know, just hanging out, because we do, I know it's weird that I hang out with a 74-year-old, but she's awesome. <laughs> Um, you know, we say things that probably, you know, I wouldn't, I shouldn't say on stage. You know, like she says to me all the time, because um, she's she's coming to the wedding, obviously, and she's all like, am I the only yeah. black person, dear? I'm like, yeah, you are the only black person there. She's like, good, I'm going to get a big hat. You know, like. <laughs> no, I love that about her. She's like, I don't want any other black people there. I want to be there, you know. And and um, but I think if you say that in the Midlands or you know wherever, I, they just don't yeah. get it, and they they feel uncomfortable and nervous about that. I suppose. So so you so you so you sort of so you you would have got a vibe from the audience when you did the bit. Did you ever have anyone mention anything afterwards? after previews and things mm, not really no i think i think uh, i think doing previews in london is is a dangerous thing um because not all my my previews were in london but i think london is a very liberal integrated open-minded audience um and they will allow and go with things a lot further than say you know somewhere quite rural so and i think mm. that you know your typical Londoner isn't necessarily necessarily your Edinburgh audience. It's more of those anoraki yeah, yeah. kind of middle middle class um, middle England people, and you know they're great people. I'm not I'm not bashing them, but it's it, it they are a harder audience actually. They are a lot um, a lot more questionable and a lot more maybe untrusting of things. I guess, and you you'd need to really spoon feed them to know you're not laughing at the, Quite. the act. Do you know what I mean? It's that's the trouble, isn't it? And then if you have to spoon feed too much, it ruins the yeah, bit. exactly that. I mean, the, the worst thing is to ever explain a joke. Um, and uh, mm. I actually had this recently supporting Adam Hills. Um, you know, obviously Adam's going to have a slightly different demographic to mine. Um, and yeah. uh, <laughs> it was really strange. I've got a joke about Harvey Weinstein because I, I actually met Harvey Weinstein in like 2011. I feel like... Yeah, I feel like I'm going into the bit now, which is terrible. You know, when you do that, you start to... That's all right. Um, But um, I met him and, you know, essentially the joke is that, you know, when this all came out, my my knee-jerk reaction was like, we didn't didn't fucking try on with me. Like, like, (laughs) kind of like, what? (laughs) You know? Um, And that's always (laughs) been a real, like, I've never had 
a, a, you know, it's always been a real banker. It's always had a massive reaction. Yeah. Um, and it, the very first time, and I've been doing that joke for a while now, um, and the very first time is uh, supporting Adam, and obviously I want to do my best and, you know, and... Um, of course, yeah. And I'm, I'm do, do that line, and then about four or five jokes later... Some bloke right at the back was all like, "It's not funny," and I was I, I was literally <laughs> at the build up to a punchline uh, that's totally. And I said, "Sorry," he said, "Harvey Weinstein, your joke about Harvey Weinstein is not funny," and I was like, "Mate, I did that joke about ten minutes ago. What what are you talking about?" And he got really angry, and actually, you can tell. The rest of the audience were really on my side. Um, And I sort of said, well, you know, it's the truth. I'm actually, if you think about... And I had to almost do that moment where you undo it and you go, no, the joke is it's not about... It's like, I don't think rape is a particular... I said, no, it's not about that. It's it's not what you're laughing at, It's about me being so (laughs) self-involved that I was actually bothered that he hadn't... And then yeah. in, uh, it was just it was just this weird moment where you yeah that that kind of questioning of what you're saying and and how it should be said um, but yeah it's yeah did that make the gig weird or did they sort of stay it did on board a bit with you? Uh, well I think there were uh, what happened was is that I was in a oh this was at the Adam Hills yes, one as well yes this was yeah and. It, Oh, that's the last thing you want because all, all of a sudden you've got added pressure on you thinking, oh, God, is it bad? Oh, my God, how, it makes you look bad, doesn't exactly, it? Exactly, because you're oh, there to God, support someone else and you're there to be the, the, the fluffer almost, you know. And and and, and this was towards yes. right towards the end of like my 25 half an hour set. Um, and it was genuinely about 10 minutes after I said the joke. So I must have said the joke and he must have sat there stewing and thinking about it. And he was quite drunk as well. Um and then yeah. suddenly had this outburst when it when the show had completely moved on. And so I had to sort of and it was right on the punchline of what I was about to say. And I'd be I'd involved a couple on the front row <laughs> and um and I I, I I sort of got to and I went, Well, you that that punchline's gone. And the girl on the front row, bless her, that I'd involved, she went, No, I wanna hear it. And then I had to say yeah. it and then everyone was all like, <laughs> because <laughs> obviously it's lost its momentum um yeah so, yeah but no it did recover and actually uh adam being the, the, the loveliest man in the world he, he when he went out to start the show mm. he went out and just sort of threw the guy a bone and was like I, obviously i think there was a bit of confusion in the first bit i think you were just trying to add your own joke right mate like giving him an out and the guy yeah, just yeah. was all like, absolutely not. It's not, and went off on one. Oh and then he goodness. just said, it's not funny. And then some young guy right down the front just turned around and he was like, it was when she said it. And then everyone clapped and laughed and then it all moved on. <laughs> yeah. So what did Adam, did Adam see that all He happen? heard it. Yeah. Bless him. Um, yeah. Yeah. In the dressing room. Oh, that's, wow. It's a story, it is. isn't it? It's fun to add to the list. <laughs> <laughs> even on a budget quality is non-negotiable 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So, uh, so have you got any other stuff like that that's happened with bits that people just because that's the trouble is, is you just got to like it's a risk, isn't it, with any, with topics like that that some people just don't have that right sense of humor and don't get what you're getting yeah and i well i think that the development of my content and the the jokes that i have written and said on stage has really evolved and um i mean i've you know i haven't been going very long um and but i had to go from sort of open mics to to page very quickly because i got like signed with in the year so um yeah. when i look back to my original stuff it was so different to what i do now um it was all very mm. um it, it was just so smutty and so um <laughs> just so i'd be so embarrassed to say some of the things that i said then i yeah i oh, really Were you just trying to get a reaction? Was it back in those days where you you, you don't know you, when you start you don't know how to write a joke, so you, you just when you're up there you just try to get something from. I the think audience. so. Yeah, I I think that it was um, partly that I was a different person. I was single. Um, and I, I had a seven minute bit about masturbation, Mark. I mean, for fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> Was it in real time? Yeah, I, I just, yeah, I just masturbated for seven <laughs> That definitely got a reaction. Um, but no, yeah, I think yeah. I think that some... Seven minutes I is know, a long time. Well, it's, it's a lot of thrush. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think it's... Um, uh, someone once told me that when you start in comedy, you start with your bits and then you go to your heart and then you go to your head. <laughs> so, like, you start out with... Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I've never heard really, that before. I, do you know what? I hate the fact that I can't remember who told me that, but it's something that stuck with me for forever. It's it's so it's so correct because you sort of you start out with all the sex jokes because that's what everyone finds funny, that's what everyone connects with, and it's just an easy go to. And then you move yeah. on to who you are and your heart and and 
where you come from and what you do and what you stand for and then and then you go to your head and you might talk about more current affairs or 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 you know topical things um and i would say that i'm sort of at my rib cage at the moment um i'd say i'm in between the two um and and i think that with experience you 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 find your voice and and also like I, I want to like make people laugh, but for like a reason, and it's that's not me saying that I'm a political or, or anything because I don't, I don't really like comedy like that. But um, I think it's like, like you just said, it's it's not about like tricking people into laughing. It should be mm. like a really genuine laugh, and and I'm still got a lot of work to do, do on that. But I feel like now I'm 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 making people laugh. Uh, it's hard to explain. Like laugh because it's it's an actual funny thing, not um, a, a, sh- a shock tactic into making them laugh. Yeah. Can you remember any of those shock ones? Oh like God! Um, right, I remember. <laughs> it's oh, it's so embarrassing, but it just it's you know we. <laughs> That's what this we're podcast all is all about. Here. Um, I remember one of my first <laughs> one of my first ones was. Um, it was something about being single because I, I mean, who doesn't like a young girl in usually quite sexy outfits talking about how single she is? I mean, it was it was a great start for me. Uh, I used to just bang on. <laughs> so, did, did you get that kind of reaction where we're like, I don't believe? You? I think no. I think the reaction was, I hate you. Um, <laughs> um, just like, oh, why me? Oh, poor me with my perfect hair and makeup. Um, so. Um, but I remember a routine that I used to do where I used to talk about um, being single and going to barbecues and um, turning up and they couples would turn up with matching Tupperware and they would and, and I would turn up with my blue bag full of red stripe on my own and I wouldn't relate to anyone. Oh God! I wouldn't relate to anyone apart from the cheese slices that go on the burgers because we're singles. We're individually wrapped, um, <laughs> partly plastic or something. Oh, but the only difference between me and the cheese slices is that they all see more meat than I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, it's just so cringe. <laughs> so what um what, can you just, what, was that like one of the first jokes you yeah wrote? it was one of the first ones i wrote yeah um so what when you started comedy what was your how did you get into that like how did like what um, like how how did you first start writing like what was your well, sort of process when you didn't really I, know about um I, I, basically my, my best friend uh so she convinced me to uh to do a stand up uh to, to go and do a try out sort of stand up night um and i we were a bit drunk and she was like you've got to do it you'll be so great and she'd been sort of banging on at me for a long time and i was like fine and so i signed up for the cavendish arms and I sent off the email oh, yeah. and I genuinely just didn't think that they would reply. Like, I just didn't really see this as something that was accessible, really. Um, and uh, yeah. I applied and then almost automatically got an email back saying, yeah, you're on in two weeks. And I was like, 
Oh, right. and I just sat and, and I I wrote out five minutes. And I remember actually writing every week until someone told me I'd write a brand new five minutes every week for Aye. my for my stand-up gig. That was a good habit to get into. Not one that I kept. Um, <laughs> no, because I'm assuming the standard wasn't as high it was absolutely week. exemplary actually Mark. I, it, it can was you, it, <laughs> can you remember the the first joke you wrote and first joke oh you actually God. did um i'm just trying to think of what mine was uh it was it was definitely something to do with being single i think i used to open with uh you may recognize me from such things as your Something like it's so so hack. Something like you may recognise me from Tinder, LinkedIn, and your window, or something like that. <laughs> okay, well, rule the free, rule the free, <laughs> yeah, straight, straight away. Straight in. <laughs> oh god, this is actually amazing. Reminiscent of this stuff. Um, I used used to have a routine about within the within the seven minute masturbation set, which I have to say um, is I was doing a gig like one of my first out of town, uh, still open mic. I can't remember where it was now. It's just outside of outside of town, and um, uh, it was very much like my first non London gig. And I went up there, and all I had was that masturbation set. And they were horrified. Were they <laughs> yeah, they were horrified. <laughs> and you got nowhere and actually, to go. Yeah, because that's that's the beauty of it. Is that like when you first start, you you I've got that. You walk off because you haven't got anything <laughs> else to give. Like there's nothing there. Uh, and that feeling when you do your first masturbation joke and it gets nothing, and you're like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, and then you've got another seven minutes to go. I think it was I opened with like, well, we all love it, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> Arms can't, crossed. Can't nope. stop it. Can't stop doing it. Um, I think, I, I, yeah, and then the, the, the crescendo of that set was how I described a time when um, I was going for it and then my dog come in and disturbed me and jumped on me and so when I climaxed I had him round the throat screaming his name <laughs> this is just beautiful stuff and they did and they, they didn't, didn't go for go. that I don't understand I don't understand it's got bestiality it's got sexiness it's got visual aids maybe it was all a bit too close to home yeah, maybe. for maybe Maybe they maybe they're enjoying it a bit too much, but um, oh god! So did you then go right? Need to need to write some other stuff. It wasn't even like that. I, th- I think that it naturally evolved. Um, I found um, my I, I started, you know, in a my proper relationship, um, which I'm still in for now, uh, considering the uh, <laughs> the lo- the lockdown Lockdown. Yeah, two weeks yeah, in. We, we were we were early doors um but no we um, <laughs> I, I don't know i think i think it, i changed and um and for the better and I, I think i kind of calmed down and with that i had a new perspective of writing things and also no i i don't know maybe it wasn't just getting yeah. into a relationship it was when i started signing with curb uh, you know you do go and do places like exeter or you know wherever yes. and 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 um 
you know, they they need more and they need something of. And they're longer sets as well, aren't yeah. they? So you have a bit more yeah, time. Yeah, it's like half an hour. Um, I did a set down in Exeter. Um, I started I started doing stand up in March two thousand sixteen. And December 2016, I was doing 30 minutes for Curb down in Exeter. And they were like, you've got half an hour, haven't you? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, Yeah. I'll stretch out 15 (laughs) minutes um, at best. Um, Yeah, I I can push that masturbation bit to eight. Yeah, and like, you know, and and actually it it was stretching of rather sort of mediocre stuff. And as I was going up on the stage, I'm a really drunk woman, um like fell fell from the table, pulled the tablecloth, pulled all the drinks and everything over, made a massive scene. And I walked around her and just walked on the stage and didn't didn't acknowledge it. <laughs> and and like the whole room is looking at her, not me. And then the bouncers come over and I just went into my set and just went through it. Oh no. And he's just is that You could have got ten minutes out of that. I know, I like even now I don't even know if I could really pull it up. <laughs> but it's um, it's a funny thing because you you know in the moment and at the time you're just trying your best and you're like, oh my god, and you're sort of trying to just swim upstream and actually then you look back and then you're like, oh my god, like I was such a baby and. Yeah. But that's the best way to learn. You got you know throw yourself in at the deep end and you have to you know sing. Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, I'm I'm a much 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 better comic for it because I, I had I had to. I had to just do it and um, yeah, no, it's Mm. made a massive difference. Kelly Convey! Hey. Good stuff. Hashtag Awooga Kelly and hashtag Awooga, everybody out there listening to the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Um, So we've just uploaded um, Mark and Joel On Demand onto Patreon yes. if you want to go and check that out um, at Patreon forward slash jokes with Mark um, and we chat about two new TV shows don't we Joel actually one new, well technically one new and then one that's coming into season two soon um, what we do in the shadows and little fires little everywhere. fires everywhere that was it there you go so yeah. if you want to hear what we think of those go over to patreon um any feedback for this episode at jokes with mark across all social media oh also uh i put together a cool new video um called the one-liner challenge where i asked 27 one-liner comedians that weren't a bit too busy and uh (laughs) they we did a thing Go check it out. It's on uh, all my social media. I've pinned it to the top of the pages on Twitter and Facebook. So go and have a look at that. About four minutes long. Bit of fun. Lots of jokes. Lots of you fun. You liked it, Joel. You even texted me that you liked it. I did. Just showing some support. Yeah. Oh, was that the only reason? Anyway, it's been great chatting to you, Mark. What you do? Hang on. You did... You you you, you did you no. didn't like it, didn't you, Joel? You didn't just do yeah, it. Of course, just, I liked uh, it. For myself. Really lots of you didn't lo- just do it for my self confidence and sort of trying to up my um, um my. Does it matter? <laughs> you know, the end result is the same. Not really answered my question. 
<laughs> no, I loved it, Mark. I thought it was really good. Ah, uh, a bit of fun in it, Joe. A bit of fun in lockdown. What Just can you do? Or well, are we on lockdown anymore? <laughs> Who knows? By the looks of it, not Who many knows? people think we are, but I am. I'm mm. staying locked in, mate. I'm not. I'm not moving. Me too. I'm following those rules. Yeah, I'm not even following those rules, mate. I'm going back to the original rules. I am not leaving. You're. F- <laughs> Good man. Yeah. All right. Cool. I hope everybody's all right. Hashtag a wooger, everybody. Wash your hands. Anything more from you, Joel? Nothing more from me, Mark. Anything more from you, Mark? Uh, no. Nothing more from me, Joel. Hashtag a wooger, everybody. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.